Welcome to Underproved, an unofficial Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cordian, and with me as always are my lovely co-hosts, Larissa Cordian and Taylor Pudane. This week we'll be discussing Collection 8, Episode 7, 80s Week. Um, and I thought it was a pretty good ep. What did you guys think? Uh, I'm just, I, I feel like they're really grasping for straws, trying to be creative with the themes. You know, I'm like, you don't have to try this hard. That's, yeah. that, that's my thought. A really thing, thin, thin concept this week. Right. Like, and all the, all the challenges, like really just barely, it was like people liked to eat these things in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, they, weren't like, they weren't like invented in the 80s or anything. They just like became popular in the 80s, all this food. That could be it. You know, I was also wondering though, I was like, this could be an American versus UK thing. Like maybe we just don't know how much of an influence ice cream cakes were in the 80s in the UK. You know what I mean? Like, who oh, knows? I, have, I have so much to say about that, but I'll wait till we, till we get well, what do you, there. What did you think of the episode, Lara? You know, I thought that it was fine. It was, um, it was a hard up for me because uh, one of my faves went out. Mm. Um, uh, all of us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was hard. But I think that <sighs> overall, I mean, it was fine. What are you going to do? I do think it was one of the more, like, delicious episodes. Like, all three of those things I would be down to eat. Ew, that huge hot dog donut. We'll get to that. You would eat the gluttonous huge hot dog it donut. great. That is so Taylor good would to eat me. It. Don't lie. Well, Taylor would, would eat, eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's not a good it. judge. Taylor would truly eat anything. I oh would be God. a bad judge for that reason. Yeah, I'd be like, it's edible. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, you'd you only not give points if it were not edible. Right. Oh, well, I guess there have been a few cakes or uh, bakes that have been on inedible this season. Yeah. So you're right. Even I, as a judge, would have been disappointed by this batch. It's true. Oh. But uh, bringing it back started, to the episode. Yeah. So we started the app. This is the only host thing that I really remembered was the weird ET opening where they were. <laughs> I don't know. It was, they get weirder and weirder, the openings. I feel like Noel and Matt have really cornered the market on super weird openings. Well, and I have to say, like, so first of all, Taylor, you had mentioned to like watch because they do say Great British Baking Show. Right. In the front note. And so now, obviously, I can't stop realizing. I'm like, oh my God, so we get a different opening than. Um, I, than they I think do. it's all the same except for the final bit right. where they say, welcome well, to. But, but they're also improv artists. So I can only imagine that it is slightly, like very right. slightly different. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually have to say, I really understood zero references, like everything they said to. Like, oh, I, I, it was one of those things where it was, like, 80s culture in Britain, very right. different from 80s culture in America. And not that, I mean, we were all born in 89, so we're 80s babies, but barely. Yeah. I, not, not even, I was like, really. I don't know what they're saying. I didn't know a <laughs> single person that Matt Lucas meant reference this week. And, like, I know the 80s pretty well because I have two older sisters, but, like, there was nothing, nothing, no British 80s, I guess, for me. It reminded me <laughs> of when they were making their heroes and we were like, who are these people? <laughs> oh, in the first episode, totally. Yeah. It's just, uh, let's just blame it on cultural differences, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, the three of us are technically 90s babies. So like, what do we even know about our own Ish, 80s, yeah. you know? Maybe, maybe it really was just- Don't take that away from me. We're born in 80s. We had that one year. We had one year. It was great. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I was born in October, so yeah, I August, so I had like four months. <laughs> you know, um, all right. The, the challenges, though, you're right, Mike. I really enjoy the challenges, and I would eat them all. They all seemed they were pretty American, reminiscent. You know, I felt very comfortable with all these foods. I was like, oh yes, I've heard of all of this. Yeah. I am a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, good segue. Then let's let's get into the challenges. So signature challenge was a quiche. Um, again, not really, I have no idea what that has to do with the 80s, but everyone did pretty well. Um, the best ones, I think, were um, Hermine had really good ones, mm -hmm. the classic, like quiche, quiche Lorraine. Um, Marks, they liked them, but again, it was fishy British pastry cakes, and I can't. I can't sign off on that, but right, sure. right. great. Um, and then the one that I, that I laughed at because of our, our commentary was Laura, all her pizza stone work came in handy as she made a pizza quiche and it ended up being really good. Um, one thing that's kind of come out with Laura in the past, especially this week and in the past couple is that she is kind of a flavor queen. Um, her actual bakes are not quite getting there but they always like it when she is delivering flavor wise you're right and yeah. honestly so so is Ermine. Ermine is always this challenge in particular i like because she almost blew it her time management was really poor yeah and uh laura kind of helped in the end being like just up the heat you know but her flavors were good enough that they loved it and she was like holy smokes i love i love when the odds are against them and it just like works out yeah. like that you know that was a really special moment for me and for her i imagine <laughs> you know but. and then the only one that i think they really didn't like was uh dave's Poor i think Dave. it was like too spicy and it wasn't really baked very well but it's, it's, that's i feel like that's just them like not being able to handle spice let's let's move on to the technical um so this was the weird giant hot dog donut that had, finger like, donut it's a finger, finger donut, donut. That had a cream filling and like a jam on it. Um, I don't know why they're called finger donuts. Like I thought that they would be skinny like fingers. Yeah, they're huge. Not 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 British baker fingers. You know, fat British baker fingers. Paul Hollywood. They looked fingers. like a. It looked <laughs> yeah. like a hero. It looked like a hero from like Quiznos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was huge. But just like covered in like sugar. Ugh. I can't believe you, know, you guys would really eat that. It looked yeah, overwhelming it's a to donut. me. It's, it's I a would cream eat a cream-filled donut. I it's like a Boston also, cream, but ew. in a different I would see. Form. I could see it packaged in a 7-Eleven, you know? But Yeah. Okay, but the thing, so this is where, and this is like a British bake-off thing that I just, I get annoyed with whenever it happens, and it started happening during this bake, a what? hot a hot bake-off day oh let me yeah mm -hmm. i have a lot to say about that yeah I, I, in my notes i had it that it was 104 degrees in there and right like there's ways, there's ways to like to fix this but it always happens every year and then it, it like screws everything up so they were like deep frying in like 100 degrees it didn't really mess up that one this one that much but in the showstopper it really just screwed everything up i do wonder though i mean that's they make it a part of the competition that they don't regulate the temperature in the tent which like i can respect in some cases but this did seem especially cruel 
I was looking up basically why this would be. Yeah, my first initial thought was like, ooh, it does add a layer of drama, you know, that's interesting to watch. Like, how are they going to deal with this? But there's other practical things uh, when I was basically Googling. Um, AC is very noisy, which is problematic for production. Um, that's why they don't have any dishwashers either. So this means production assistants are hand washing all the dishes after each challenge, I imagine. Oh. Um, my god yeah so it's it, it's probably a noise issue because ac especially in a tent um you know they they've always got those little boom operators the guys with the like dust mops basically but they help suck up the sound i don't think i'm explaining this correctly but there's a whole oh, sound yeah. crew involved and uh, oh, these are the most facts that we've come with to the table at any point I, yeah no you're making run, you're making so. so much sense please don't stop <laughs> No, I mean, well, that's, that's, that's all I got. But uh, it, it, it was super interesting. Because I, I was, why? Why wouldn't they make it easier for the bakers to bake? This, I totally thought this was unfair. Yeah. This whole entire, I mean, it's cool to see who can deal with it. But gosh, you know. Yeah, it's just an, it an, like an a unnecessary low layer of like difficulty. But. Yeah. And they do, they don't, it does get, that hot sometimes but i think what was extra tricky is because of the covid film schedule they're supposed to start filming i think in like march or april and then wrap at the end of mm. june early july and i think that this because we're like a little later yeah. in the season and it's uh, i think, I think hotter august. in august yeah. yeah and august is when you tend to get like a really up there in the temperatures so right. I did, I did feel bad for them, but it was, I mean, it was kind of like a fun schadenfreude thing, just <laughs> watching them sweat and me being like, oh man, yeah, I can't imagine cooking in that heat. Yeah. My, my favorite moment in this whole technical challenge is, oh man, I've already forgotten. Noel was talking to someone, oh, he was talking to Mark E. And he said, who do you think is the best piper? Because they were piping the jam onto the finger donuts. Mm -hmm. And um, Mark E says, Peter. And then Noel <laughs> says, Peter Piper or something. And I just <laughs> So cute. And I think I want to call Peter, Peter Piper from now Peter on. Piper. Cause that's just, that, that better be his Instagram so name or good. something. Yeah. yeah of um, course, Peter's the best Piper though. Right? Like, duh. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a somebody. very Peter thing. Uh, my boy, <laughs> my boy, Peter. Uh, your son, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, he's everyone's son. So yeah, I, I, I looked up the ranking this time. So Hermine was on top. My and, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and she, she killed it this whole week and this was no exception. Um, Peter Piper was next and second. His was pretty good. Um, everyone else was just kind of okay, except for Dave, who um, Dave really blew it. Dave, so Dave at the out. end of the technical, Dave was basically on the bottom. Mm -hmm. He was he was ready to go. Um, I've never been the, worried. It, about I think him. it looked like like little poop, basically. Dave's. Yeah, I, you're right. It did. It certainly looked bad. I just I've never found myself being worried he was going to get kicked off. I feel like he has enough. What, what do we say street smarts to get himself out? And I mean, we're about to go into Showstopper, so we can talk about that more. But yeah. Dave always comes out of the bottom, I feel, right? Yeah, like, I feel like this, time was the, this was the first time where I thought he was actually in big trouble. Yeah. Because I feel like usually he bottoms out one of the first two. But this time he was like on the bottom for both of them. And You're so right. to come back from that, you need to like, like Paul said, throw the ace or right. something. Mm -hmm. and like do really right. well. But what's interesting is like, it's not even that. It's like what Prue said to Lottie several episodes ago. You just have to not be the worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Which leads us Which, to. 
Showstopper. Ice cream cakes. My favorite. I have so much to say about this. So ice cream cakes. Never really had them. Maybe had them once or twice. And then moved across the country. So I'm originally from California. Moved to New York. Everyone is obsessed with ice cream cakes. (laughs) Mike's family. Mike's family. Every... Every birthday, Every birthday. Yes, same, same, I'm like, same, what same, same. is this? I think it's a Northeast thing. And that's that's Damn, honestly man. insane to me. Like, yeah. I didn't know people cared about ice cream cakes as much. And I, 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 I mean, and I guess Taylor, yeah, you care yeah, about I, ice cream cakes too. I grew up in Connecticut, and I literally wrote a note here I wanted to share with the class that I'm surprised they're putting ice cream cakes in the 80s because it has been a part of my life (laughs) every single year. That's literally what I came to this podcast ready to tell you guys. And that's so fun. I grew up in Connecticut, so in Northeast, right? That's got to be it. I don't know. I mean, maybe I just (laughs) am not white. And so oh. we didn't have ice cream. I don't know, because it could be that. Well, it do they have? Be... I don't. Do they have Carvel in California? No, absolutely not. Yeah, Carvel is like the, the main then, like ice cream cake. There's like Baskin, place. but there's Baskin Robbins, and then there is like Cold Stone and stuff. But it just what about wasn't... Dairy Queen? No, no Dairy Queen. But it, okay, at least not where I'm from. But it it's so interesting that it's such a staple here, and like most families, like if you're having a family birthday party it comes complete with ice cream cake. Always that, ice cream cake. I love ice cream But like cake. no matter the it's time delicious. of year, it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like November and we're having ice cream cake. It's great. Yeah. That's crazy to me anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, our cake, cake though, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. No, but they're all Our ice cream cakes are mostly all ice cream, you know, with a little bit of chocolatey gravel bits in the middle. Whereas what our bakers were making in their showstoppers had a lot more elements like laura's had a brownie bottom like a lot of them were putting other sponges or cakes on that i was like oh okay okay yeah. we don't write like mike the yeah, you, ice cream you just get you like the little there. like chocolatey chunks usually like the little it's like gravel <laughs> chocolate that's what he was saying but it's <laughs> in the middle but it's like but, a sponge at the bottom usually right no it's no. all ice cream and that's it. all ice cream with like one layer of like fudgy chocolate things the brits do it different so that's crazy. yeah just another example yeah, so of things we it. don't know about. Yeah, great. So what I'm going to say is that ice cream cake is unimpeachable. It's great. Um, oh, my God. So, so let's, start, let's start with Dave, who needed to pull out of the muck, and he did. He, he did the tiramisu cake. And tiramisu the judges is the best. Loved it. Yeah, tiramisu oh. is great. It looked great. It tasted mm-hmm. great, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saved himself with the showstopper. Bravo. You know. And he decorated with ice cream on the top, which they told him not to do, but he did it anyway, and it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Good for you, Dave. That's another great thing when the judges like doubt them <laughs> and then they right. they do it and they're actually able to like pull it off. I do love but that. Then, which didn't happen in another case, but like exactly. <laughs> let's go through a couple yeah. more of the good ones. Um Peter, Taylor's son, did the Christmas cake. <laughs> um, yeah. It looked okay. He's he he's done a lot of Christmas stuff. But I feel like I, on brand. Yeah, I, I feel like he's weirdly into Christmas. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, willing to forgive yeah. him for that, right? And I mean, after a year like this year, Christmas is going to be so important this year, right, you guys? So oh, yeah. Right? Um, yeah, so then it came down to the two, Lottie and Laura. Oh. So Laura mm. made a, a oh, man. She forgot to turn on her machine. Yeah, she didn't put the button. Cool, the mixer. cool right, oh, the mixer. Right. no she the mixer no the was mixer on. was going it was the cool button so it was just oh. mixing 
at its same temperature of 100 <laughs> yeah, degrees. 104 <laughs> degrees. For yes. 40 minutes. Yeah. So that's why it didn't Super freeze. It sense. didn't it didn't freeze and so Oh my god, and that that agony she experienced when she was like swiping her cake with oh, that knife yeah. and bits were just falling it's out of the freezer. I love though. Something something Paul said that I thought was interesting was he was like, you know, why would you use a brownie bottom when the whole point of a brownie is that it's ooey gooey and melty? But then you right. obviously stick this in the freezer, yeah. which was also which was crazy. Because my favorite ice cream though is like the Ben and Jerry's with brownie chunks mm-hmm. in it. Mm. And so I, I just thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, like good to me, good ice cream has brownies in it. And I guess you just make the brownies differently, right? Because they're they're meant to be put in something frozen. Yeah, I have um, I have a I have a follow up. I have a situation for what you're saying there. I I think the difference is your ice cream that you like has brownie bits, whereas this yes. is a whole like brick on the bottom yes. of a ice cream cake that's probably difficult to cut into and enjoy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was, but it was, it was really sad and also just like her being sad. But I was really, honestly, I was very proud of her for finishing. Like, and still, yeah, same. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And she still had the taste. Like, they still, they liked the taste of it, which is kind of her MO, where even if everything goes bad, like, it still tastes pretty good. It tastes good enough. She never gets an inedible. Um, On the other hand, we had Lottie, fan favorite. and she just had a bad idea. So it was such a bad yeah. idea. It didn't make any sense. Just like chocolate icing, basically, like ice cream icing. Yeah, Larry, you explain it. What? It was so I know it was chocolate and Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was <laughs> chocolate on chocolate ice cream on the bottom, and then it had like layers of like mousse and some other stuff. But then she like poured ice cream over it to act as the like icing essentially this is is basically the american ice cream cake that i think of you know like mostly ice cream base and when i she was explaining it i was like oh yes this yeah this will be great but it was too hot and a dumb idea to have an ice cream outside especially when you do have access to do anything else like sponge or brownie or whatever else or at least like sponge at the bottom and then like a layer of ice cream and then like tighten it up on the outside or something i thought that it was weird because she treated the ice cream almost like it was a mirror glaze you know what awesome what is it great taste but awful execution like i like the idea of it but she she just didn't execute it well yeah like i think the thing with like the traditional american ice cream cake is that those freeze for like hours yeah hours she tried to pull this off within like a showstopper time limit and that it just I was never going to work. I think even if it was cooler in the tent that day, I don't think it would yeah. have frozen in time. I don't think so. So I think that was that. really a math error. Yeah. It was a cool yeah. idea, though, the cassette thing. I think if she was able to actually pull it off, I think it would have would have been cool. Yeah. Um, I think she was too brave. Yeah. She should have she should have backtracked it a bit. Uh, you know, I don't remember if I said this in the last episode, but I really did feel that Lottie was not going to make it much further in this competition. You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? I kind she, of felt that. In, in I the love same her. way that Markle got Starbaker and then botched it, she right. then got Starbaker mm, wow. and then botched it. Yeah. So it's Cycle kind of like, They yeah. hit their peak and then they couldn't really go any further than that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's fair. Like obvi- Lottie did so good in the last episode and 
it was almost surprising. Remember, I was, I think I said something about like it was a cool like character arc almost with her. <laughs> and it was obviously sad to see her go out because she is, I think, so fun and she breathes a lot of life into it. When I, I like was so shocked when she said that she only brought two outfits and had been wearing oh other people's gosh, clothes the whole time. Know. Like she really didn't think she was going to make it that far. That kind of broke me a little. Yeah. That yeah. was, I love that she was like, maybe I can bake. <laughs> I thought that was so, uh, what a nice. And she was always volleying with the judges. I really liked her repartee with both Matt and Noel. So I'm going to miss that. Yeah, she was probably my favorite baker since, since Ep 1, I think. Um, no kidding. Yeah. And Lottie she, the hottie. Lottie the hottie. I love Emma her. Stone, ah. Emma Stone lookalike. Um, but yeah, so Lottie, Lottie went and she, she uh, Laura stayed. And the star baker was Ermine. My girl, final freaking lead. The final star baker. So now everyone has won, basically. That's real that's so cool. That is it's it really is like a hall of champions now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like it's every week is the same thing. It's just who can survive and like not make like something horrible in the showstopper. Yeah, who can right. yeah. <laughs> just don't be the worst and don't don't can't, you don't purposefully get yourself off the show, basically. Not purposefully, but it's like <laughs> it's like once we get to the showstopper in the past couple eps, it's been very obvious. It's like, okay, yikes, that person's clearly got to go. Yeah, you can't make it easy for the judges to let you go. And that's what has happened with the showstoppers, with Markel, with Lottie. Um, we'll see. They didn't, the failure to plan is planning to fail. Mm, there we uh, go. Yes. <laughs> Classic quote. Yeah. Are you gonna miss Lottie's um her her like anything? Yeah, whatever you're saying. I am definitely all of it. We're gonna there there we are trying to make circles out of squares again. Oh my god, I will never uh that that hit because isn't that what we are all doing? I don't even remember the exact (laughs) quote, but but we'll never forget. Lottie, we're gonna pour one out for you tonight. We love you. Um, all right. So let's do our, our power rankings at the end of this episode. Um, let's go. Let's go. I have Ermine is on top. She's been there. She's been in the top three. I think, oh, I think I didn't have her in the top. For She's going to take it. But she. Wait, so you, Peter's, Peter's not your number one anymore? No, I don't think so. Not oh, my week. God. You. I think Peter's too. <gasps> ah. Yeah. The betrayal. Taylor, That's are you cool. going to Ermine got a no, star it's maker. Fine, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, Ermine could take this whole thing. She's really talented. And I think she's starting to shine. And uh, I'm really impressed. And then my third slot, I'll give that to uh, Mark E. He was just kind of middle of the pack. And Dave did bad. So Mark, Mark E's in my, my third slot. It's funny. My three are the same, just slightly different. Peter, Ermine, and then Mark E. He had a good showstopper this week. Oh, he it, did. It was like with the stripes. That it was, was cool. really yeah. parlor cake, I think is what it was. And the taste was good, they said, right? We didn't mention him once. Oh, no, he had the fish. So he had the fishy quiche one that everyone liked, but I think is gross. And I've like, just spent more time thinking about Mark, and he really is such a sweet guy. That's why. That's truly why he's in my top three. I mean, they're all so good at this point. You got to just pick your favorites. Like, yeah. Well, what, what are you guys I still maintain that we are sleeping on Laura, that you guys are sleeping on Laura, but at the same time... You're right, you're right. But at the same time, I do think that she is 
getting close to her end. So my top three actually is the same as you guys, but obviously Hermine at the top. Um, actually, mine is the same as you, Mike. Hermine at the top, Peter in second, and then Mark, uh, Marky. We're, we're all giving Marky another shot at yeah. winning this, man. Well, kind of by default. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I, I just, I don't really like saying Dave's name. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dave, if you ever listen to this, I want you to know that I'm actually a fan. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, kind of rooting for you. Yeah. Like I'm proud of you and you know, we just need a villain, you know, it's our American reality. We need it. And you're, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, um, Hermine, I think is going to take it. And I think that this week actually like really proved overall, Mm -hmm. like, the same thing I've been saying, but the same thing I've been saying over and over and over again, like she can handle the pressure. She Mm -hmm. can handle the pressure. Like it's her attitude that's going to take her to the end. I really think. You're right. She's always like on top of her emotions. I never see her really like freaking out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I really think that that's going to be it because the challenges are only going to get more complicated and they're going to get harder. And yeah. So her mean forever. Although I guess Peter will probably give her a run for her money. Yeah. I hope the themes get a little more clean cut and basic moving forward you know what yeah, i mean i, I think they, they have week. like a set one i just mm. think that 80s week was honestly so weird i just no, think and, it was weird and, and don't forget japanese week was executed poorly you it was know, executed poorly really... but i but i did have fun good idea i had a good time yeah you're right good idea poor execution um so who do we think is out next week next week quick prediction um i don't think it's gonna be dave so who's the other one Oh, Laura. Do I think it's going to be Laura? Honestly, mm, I don't know. Laura. Yeah, I would probably go with Laura at this point. I don't think it's her time yet. but So I'm going to go Dave. Wow. Okay. Well, he didn't have a great week this week. No, and I he think did that, Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I think that next week, maybe he will really screw the pooch on yeah. something. Because I feel like his confidence is also his everything. Yeah. Um, any anything from the the greater British Bake Off universe, social media wise, from this oh, week? Oh oh oh! I'm so sorry, Matt Lucas check in. Mm, go. Um, from 2012 to 2015, I believe he actually lived with Rebel Wilson in West Hollywood. No way! Wow. Yes. <laughs> According wait, to the what, Wikipedia. And they were both in. They were both bridesmaids. in bridesmaids. So yeah. they were roommates. So they were actual roommates. That's but amazing. I think in bridesmaids he played her brother roommate. I think yeah, yeah. Um, but what anyway, I just because <laughs> I went to look, I went to look and like see what else he was in that we might know him from, and that fact obviously stopped me in my tracks. That's amazing. Do, do you think they did it because they're like we're acting? Let's no. become really close. You know. <laughs> well, he's openly very gay, but I guess right, right. they could still be gay and do it. Do you think it was like an acting choice or just like, uh, hey, want to check up? I guess we'll never know. Uh, who gives a crap? Right? <laughs> I don't think he was saying <laughs> no. that they did it, did it. Oh, like yeah, they I moved thought... in together as in did it. Oh, I thought Taylor's asking if Matt Lucas and Rebel Wilson had sex. <laughs> no. So anyway, let's end this episode. <laughs> All right. Great. Nice. Nice work, guys. So awkward. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So... <sighs> If you like Thanks. content like that, then please <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe to the mm-hmm. pod on any podcast listening service that you like. Um, we'll be back with our next app next week. Um, thanks for listening. Um, and we're out of here. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>